0: Welcome to episode 18 of the Sports Bible.
1: I am your co-host, Michael. I'm your other co-host, Jackson. Uh, unfortunately, we had to come in here with saddening news of the soccer team. Uh, first of all, congratulations to the girls team, making provincials for the first time in school history. Uh, so. they, they played very well. Uh, I think they went 2-1 and one in the in the three games, finished second in the group behind Humber. Uh, fortunately for the boys team, um, we technically lost every game. Um, we were given a win against Redeemer since they had an, an, uh, an illegal player come on. So we had to the win there. It was a winner go home. we the last game against St. Lawrence. A 2-1 defeat, uh, heartbreaking. Uh, we were up at half. He scored two goals in less than five minutes. Um you know I promised, I promised fourth years of middle. So it was it was kind of hard here that final whistle go season's over, just like that, less than eight hours. Um I don't know, like we, we came in here with a lot of, a lot of confidence. You no, know, we had we had it. We were given a lifeline after George Brown, uh-huh. um, couldn't really take advantage of it. Uh, a lot of, I didn't even know it was. We, our game plan wasn't there. We, you know, weren't in the spots we used to be. Uh, I should have been tucked in more a lot of the times in the midfield. Uh, there was a lot of long balls of God, hopefully he gets, controls it. That was the game plan. Um, Uh my thoughts on it you know hurts you know the team we weren't as fit as we should have been um you know a lot of a lot of really fourth years are gone next year and it was just I, i don't know i think the worst part was just seeing the faces of a lot of fourth years you know disappointed upset um and i couldn't help but you know blame you know, I put the blame myself a lot of times, um, but that's my thoughts. I don't know, Oka, your thoughts. Your, your season's over. Your Laurier careers. it sucks, but it's, it's done in less than eight hours.
0: Yeah. Um, very uh, disappointing. Very, very sad. Um, it was a tough way to go out. Um, I think... Um, you know, things, like you said, things were looking good. You know, the team had a lot of confidence, but uh, unfortunately it didn't really travel to the uh, <clears throat> to the pitch as well as we'd like to, I think. Um, it was one of those things where, like, a lot of uh, problems were just being highlighted all at the same time. And I think as we were chipping away at the problems, you know, like, another one came up. Um, we saw that with the yellow cards, that we're getting the blue cards, you know, just like those small instances of uh, where we're lacking a little bit of discipline. Um, And it goes for the whole team. You know, I take a lot of the blame, um, a lot of the responsibility. Uh, Should have been a much better showing, but um, yeah, I hope that, you know, the first years and the second years that are on the team can see now, you know, the expectation of what it takes. Um, You know, especially that George Brown game, I think it showed how um, we can compete with these guys, but it takes a full effort, um, it takes full cooperation, and it takes the full uh, 50 minutes. You know, we had a good half against them, and then, you know, you saw how in the second half it kind of all fell apart. Um, so starting strong is one thing, but finishing even stronger is, is another. So yeah, I'm, uh, I didn't want it to end like that. It's, it's still tough to think about, still tough to take, but, uh, I just hope that, you know, the little things that we passed on in terms of, you know, getting to practice early, uh, understanding what it takes, you know, to be fit and stuff like that, um, I hope that's installed in, you know, the young guys like yourself and that, you know, next year, uh, moving forward, that, you know, those seeds are now planted and you guys can build from there.
1: Yeah, uh, I know, you know, myself and a lot of other rookies, you know, Sergio, Chase, Ethan, um, you know, Kofi you know, players didn't get much playing time, but rookies this year, you know, we're highly, highly motivated now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we finally got the taste of what it is to compete at a varsity level. Um, you know, I surely did. Um, you know, I'm grateful for my playing time and stuff. So, you know, gave me a lot of experience out there on the field. Um, but for the guys who didn't see much of the field, um, you know, next year, it's, you know, they're going to see a lot more playing time next year. um You know, the... You know, to me, if everyone has a job. <clears throat> if you're not playing or if you're on the bench, um you got a job to do. If you're playing, obviously your job in the field is to play. You get in the right spot, pass the ball, shoot, <clears throat> defend, whatever. Um, but when you're on the bench, uh, you also have a... Yeah, you also have a, a job to do and that's analyze the game um because if you do go on you know you gotta that's your chance to read out which players are good which players have a tendency which players do this what the game plan is what the formation is what their counter attack and all that you know you, you have a, it's a watching film in front of your eyes so your job is to analyze you know break down um pick up the flaws in the other team. And then once you get that call on to the field for two to five minutes, you can execute the weaknesses. So a lot of people who did, you did not see much playing time. And, you know, hopefully they did that job and then analyzed and watched what the other teams do and bring that information to next year. Um, but I think on behalf of the rookies and players who are coming back next year you know i'll take a, take a thank you to all the the vets including yourself roberto Visser, seb godva alex um anyone's leaving next year mitch um it's a big thank you you know to bring us into this team showing us the roots showing us um how to play you know and giving us giving us that experience and, you know, I think we can take it next year, take on what we learned from you guys um, and uh, motivate us to, to do better next year, 100%, because, you know, we, we're not only rep- representing Gloria, we're uh, representing the teams before us. Um, and next year, I, I ain't going to regionals and losing every game. There's no way. Really? I ain't okay. walking to that stadium without a win. Um, Emmanuel said the same thing. Um, unfortunately, we, we can we couldn't play with Emmanuel. We couldn't see how the team worked in real game with Emmanuel. Um, yeah. Next year, I'll, I'll get the opportunity to play with him. Um, you know, and the off season starts now. Uh, you know, next year, I don't know. Maybe I have, I have a position to figure out. You know. I don't know what position I want to stick with and hope, and hope to play. Um, I came into the season thinking I was going to play defense, um, and then played a position I've played for my life in midfield. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So next year, I want to. Um, I think I want to take the striker role. Um, that means working on my touch, working on um, footwork, ball control, shooting, because um, I think. For me, I think I can just it's my own own little half up there. I can high press. Um gives me a lot of space to run around, move around. Um make runs, get in behind the defense. Um I, you know, if not striker, then I stick to my defense. Um but you know, off season starts now behind us, but overall, just a big thank you to you, you know, the vets, um, especially as you were the captain. Um, just thank you for what you've done this season and what you've done in training and all the behind the work scenes and stuff. So um don't, you know, like, I don't want you to leave here without being appreciated. So I think all the rookies, um, we'll say the same thing. Just, a just a big thank you to the vets. Yeah. Uh,
0: I really appreciate that. Um, uh, I'm glad that, uh, <clears throat> that, you know, you're, you're taking the steps to you saying the off season starts now. I'm glad, you know, you have that mentality. I know a lot of guys were just willing to say, okay, I'm done with this. Um. Let's just move on. But I'm glad you took, you know, something and you're using that to push forward to next season. Um, I think, you know, you've seen now like how we we have a great chance to make it, you know, every year. It's just it's just coming to play and having those expectations for, you know, yourself and for the team. So um, I'm glad. I'm glad you're still going to play you know, I'm glad you're not discouraged. So yeah, just, just keep that up. And then, you know, continue that with the team. Um, you know, instill that mindset of like, we're just, we're, we're, we're gonna have to work harder than everybody else to make this thing happen. And like you said, with the beginning, I do want to congratulate the girls. They had an, uh, an amazing, um, they had amazing performances for each game. They really came to play. They were really connected. Uh, together, the chemistry was on point. Um so I think showing just seeing seeing them, you know, that shows you that it's 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 possible. It's right there. It's right there. Um but but shout out to the girls for real. Uh they really held it down. And uh I hope I hope they have a even better showing up provincials. If they won it, that would be that would be crazy. For Laurier Branford. that would be wild. That'd be, that'd be crazy.
1: Yeah <laughs> that Hopefully, would be. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm I will be attending provincials. Mm-hmm. Um support, you know, you gotta support. Um <laughs> next year uh, I'll be going to provincials not 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 to spectate to play and that's a promise I'm gonna make now and keep the promise on next year. Um you know I'm hungry. I'm hungry for, for more to win. Uh, You know, I know next year I'm going to be even better, uh, especially training throughout the summer for cross country. I'm going to be my fitness is going to be even, even better than, than it was this year. Um, So I'm ready. I'm ready for that. But overall, just big, as you said, and as I, and as I said, a big congrats to the girls team, um, you know, go make Laurie proud at provincials um, compete and, you know, no matter what you do, if they lose, if they win, uh, you know, Laurie is still still proud of the, the team, no matter what um, to make history this year is crazy. And to even be a part of it. I'd say, I'd say the guy's team was a part of it. You know, we, we watched how the girls played, we played against them. We played with them. Um, so even be like just a small amount to be a part of history was was special, but that will, um, finish Laurier, Brantford news. Um, It's crazy to think that sports are almost done and we're not going to have no more, uh, um, sports talk with Laurie, you know?
0: Yeah. It's crazy
1: In less than two weeks, you know, by episode 20, we won't be having this talk anymore. So we'll just be talking straight about We'll skip it, go right to, uh, the other, the other side. And that's what we're going to do now, moving on to, um, You know, I, I usually move on to the pitch to the pitch, but I think we're gonna move on from the pitch to the court. Um, you know, LeBron, past three games, fifty-six, fifty. Um, but the Lakers still struggle. I was watching the game yesterday. Mm. Um, you know, almost fifty points in the first quarter is. <laughs> um, that's embarrassing you cannot yeah. let f- almost 50 in the first quarter uh 12 minutes 50 points um just unreal um I think I don't even know like LeBron can only do so much so much you know Westbrook ain't helping um it's Embarrassing to watch as a Lakers fan to watch, but um it's crazy to think that at thirty-seven, thirty-eight, he can you can still drop 56, 50 in a game. Um he's now averaging the most points in the league. Just beat Joel Embiid. He's averaging 29.8. Joel's twenty-nine point eight. Joel's twenty-nine points something. Um but yeah, Lakers still holding out of the ninth seed somehow. Um you know, I'm pretty sure you said Phoenix would beat them in the first one. I said, no, they won. not um, I mm. think they would. I think <laughs> they would. I think they would. Yeah. After, after yesterday's game, I think they would. Um, just overall, just embarrassing. Like, it's, week in and week out, it's the same thing I going to say. Like, the Lakers are just embarrassing to watch right now. Um, I don't know if you have the same thoughts. I. Uh,
0: it was one of those, after I saw, I saw the first quarter and then I, uh, I went to bed, but... It was one of those things where like I knew it was going to take another LeBron, you know, Superman effort to, to help them in that game. Um, him having to drop 56 in those, you know, in those two games that it shows how much he really has to do. And they really, they can't compete with anybody in the playoffs because they're, their depth is non-existent like Phoenix's bench I think could they could you know they could deal with the Lakers you know I know they're missing a big part in AD but you know even with AD I feel like they're not they're not as good as they should be and they don't have the the supporting cast to that that can really do any damage to the top teams I think if they play, you know, Golden State, Phoenix, Memphis, they're not they're not winning. Um will they make the play in, you know? I I think because you have LeBron James, you can, you know, he can win you that one game. Or those two games they have to play um you know, to determine the seeding. But in a in a series, I I, I don't know. I don't know. Like if LeBron makes it to the conference finals, (laughs) I think you easily have to give him, you know, his props. But, you know, you still have to respect what he's done this season. You know, he's tried. You can't say he hasn't tried. You can't say, um, you know, he gave up on the team. But he just looks – he looks extremely fed up. And I don't blame him because the Lakers, they're – they're terrible to watch, bro. Like <laughs> watching them isn't—it's—it's it's not healthy. It's not healthy.
1: Yeah, tell me about it. Like driving a fan of this team, it's yeah. with the star power you have, you think you think we'd be doing better, but as continuous, you know, injuries with AD shooting performance by Westbrook. Um, I don't know, it's, the chemistry is not there. You can tell players are getting fed up, you can tell, LeBron's getting fed up. You can tell LeBron's getting fed up, tell LeBron's getting fed up. Um, I don't see him even make the playoffs if they do, probably all first round. Um, doesn't matter who, who they verse, I think it's a wash either way. So um, I think you'll, we'll be starting to see LeBron really hence retirement soon. Uh, I know he says he's retiring when his son gets in the league, but I think he's after the season, he's really going to think about, you know, maybe he's switching new teams. Maybe he doesn't want to resign that contract with LA. Um, you know, obviously he, he said he's going where LeBron is going. So wherever LeBron goes, you're going to get LeBron, um, which is always a good asset. Uh-huh. But, um The rebuild for L.A. needs to start in the next two years, and that's maybe letting go of Russell and A.D. in the offseason, get youth, sign some youth guys in the free agency, um, get those picks back, um, and start rebuilding. It's it's not going to change in days, it's going to change in years. So yeah (laughs) they gotta (laughs) they gotta start now um but besides the lakers besides lebron dropping 50 and all that um i think another big day was this year this year year, sorry this week was i think yesterday was garnett's jersey retirement in boston um Now you think Garnett was a? You think in a one v one, you're picking a Minnesota Garnett or you thinking a Boston Garnett?
0: Um, it's a good question. I think (sighs) Boston Minnesota Garnett would. He had the athleticism. Obviously, he had the jumper. But obviously, Boston Garnett was much smarter. But I'm pretty sure KG won MVP when he was on Minnesota, right? So, yeah, I'd probably take that one because he could do everything the Boston one could do. But he was more athletic. So. Yeah, yeah, I take that one. How about you?
1: Yeah, I don't remember really remember KG and on the Timberwolves as much as I do Boston. Um, I mean, Bossy was crazy. Um, I mean he's crazy in both teams. Um but I think people really remember KG on the Celtics A because they won the championship against you know Colby in 2007. And not only that, but he's also playing alongside Ray Allen, Rondo and Pierce. So Boston was already a big time name um, and he was a part of that big, the big four. So that's why I think he was was more recognized in Boston just because how popular Boston was during that time. Um, But to win an MVP, especially in Minnesota as a power forward, is extremely rare nowadays. Um, so, yeah, I, I probably, I'd probably say Minnesota as well just because the MVP, um, he did it by himself. He was There's really no hope with him in Minnesota at the time besides maybe Kevin Love. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, I'd probably go Minnesota KG, then Boston, um, just because... He was a more uh, solo and like an individual kind of guy. There, um, I mean, he played a big part in why Boston won the championship. But I think that was Paul Pierce's team, then Garnett's team. Um, yeah. So definitely, yeah, I'd probably agree. I'd probably say Minnesota over in Boston. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Good question, though. Well, yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask someone else. Of you know, between those two, but. You know it's tough, but I just gotta. I think the MVP just outrides that championship.
0: Yeah, in terms of yeah individuality, I, I think so. Um, I uh, I wasn't able to see too much of the the retirement speech, but uh, you know it was obviously good for Boston to retire his jersey. Minnesota need to do that ASAP. I don't know how they didn't do it first, but um, you know, obviously, social media saw the the embrace with him and uh, Ray Allen and Paul Pierce. They they squashed the previous beef that they had. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad it was done. I think I don't know if a lot of people understood it, but it was basically. I think KG felt disrespected when you know. Ray Allen went to Miami because of the uh, the feud they had with uh, LeBron and Miami. They felt like they created a rivalry, and when Ray Allen went there, I think KG kind of felt like he sold out and didn't respect the brotherhood they created. So, um, but it looks like it looks like it's squashed. Um, You know, it's it's happy days, right? So, and KG, just looking back on his career, he, I think he was a a one-of-a-kind type of player. Um, You know, he could do it all defensively, offensively, uh, really mastered that pick and pop. Um, You know, he's known for his trash talking. Um, But he, he was kind of a, I always say he was a more outgoing Tim Duncan.
1: <laughs> okay, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> just because of like his his whole like swagger, his demeanor and all of that. I don't think he was as, <sighs> he wasn't as, what's the word? I don't want to say sophisticated as Tim Duncan. I'm just talking about play style. Like Tim, Tim had much more finesse to his game.
1: Yeah, Tim was Mr. Fundamentals.
0: Yeah. And uh, KG was just a bit more hard-nosed and rugged, but it did work for him. It did work for him. So it's it's not a it's not a disrespect. It's just a comparison, you know. But KG was one hell of a player. I think easily you have to put him in the top eight for greatest power forwards of all time.
1: Could you put him in the top five? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say it's maybe top five maybe well who's your top five uh well i don't know like do is kareem more of a center or power forward like kareem's a center he's a center okay 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 um obviously number one duncan yeah uh number two is gonna be dirk yeah um number three i probably see barkley okay um Number four. Um, Hold on.
0: Is, is Hakeem a power forward or a center?
1: Center. I, I like it as Hakeem okay. as a center. Okay. Um number four. You know, maybe maybe Rodman. Ooh. Rodman better. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um and then maybe Garnet Five. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's fair. I was just, I was just trying to think back of the all time seventy five and look trying to memorize the power forwards, but um definitely it definitely I think top three is easy, you know, Duncan, Dirk, Barkley. Um it's too early for Giannis, it's too early for a Anthony Davis. Um, oh Anthony Davis definitely not. <laughs> definitely not <laughs> no, um you see Giannis might be in there but I just feel like it's too early right now
0: yeah I what about Draymond
1: Draymond's in top 10 I, I, yeah. I definitely yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. um I think I'd say like an early top 10 maybe like nine or 10 mm-hmm. um, but I think by the end of Giannis's career he'll be the best power forward to play um he has a good chance. I agree. He has a good chance. Um, oh, whoa. Uh, Beating Duncan's gonna be hard. <laughs> it's going it, to be hard. It's gonna be hard. Um Duncan, what? He's five championships. Um, he's rookie of the year. He has how many I forget how many MVPs he's got. It might be two. I think it's two league MVPs. And I wanna say he has four finals MVPs or three. Because um, I think Kawhi got one. I think Kawhi got one in San Antonio. Um. I think I want to say David Robinson got the first one his rookie year, or might. Yeah, been he has. That year. He has three. You're right. Three. Okay. Yeah. You found those Um, and he has two MVPs. Okay. Yeah. So Giannis is tied with MVPs. Uh hmm uh, he's four championships away. He has, and he's two finals MVPs away. Um, he also has two defensive play of the Years. No, he has a defensive player of the year, Giannis, and he has the most improved. Um, no, Giannis, is it one or two? I think it's what? Different, uh, different defensive players? Yeah. Oh one, yes, you're right. One. Yeah, one because you you won it I think the second year of his MVP. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um you know, just just to think he's only like 26. Um Yeah. Like like, and he's already doing this in the league. He's one of the best he's I think arguably like the best player in the league right now. Um arguably, I agree. I agree. (laughs) Um just I think by the, just I don't know. He's he's one of a kind. Like he ain't gonna make another power forward who's like six you know six some six eleven six ten who moves that fast, and is dominant. Yeah. Um, and now and now that he can start shooting, it's it's game over. Um, it's crazy. You know, he's, he he might win MVP this year. We have no idea. Um. He could get his third and then in the last four years, it's crazy. Uh, but you know, I think you, I think he already is a top 10 power forward of all time, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, I probably put him at like a six or a seven. Um, he's close to the top five, but I think, I think, I think KG is the top five power forward. I think my sits is fifth. Um. You can make the argument with Rodman playing fourth, even Barkley, but I just think, even though Barkley didn't win a championship, I think you can't really deny what Barkley did on the court for Phoenix. Um, You know, you might even put Robin third, even KG third, and I I think three to five. I can mix, mix, and you know, mess around. but definitely those five players I'd say are my top five power forts. I don't know if you have a similar list. you have a different list.
0: Uh yeah.
1: Duncan, Dirk,
0: Barkley, Rodman, KG. I think in terms of a player, I think Rodman gets overlooked a lot. Um but when you look at the resume and what he did, you ha- you have to throw him in there. Um and then yeah, what you said about Barkley is true also. Just yes, he didn't win a ring, but his um his impact was was immense. Um on the game, like when he was one of the most dominant players when he played. So um it's a shame it's a shame he never got his ring but but shout out to kg um i do think that titles run was overrated (laughs) i think a lot of people on social media were talking about how the celtics kind of milk this run um they kind of make it seem bigger than it was um you know i feel like it saved dr river's career as well um but nothing you know a ring a ring, a ring is a ring you got to give credit where credit is due uh, so so shout out to them for making it happen and I wanted to discuss um another thing that happened yesterday Katie drops 53 yep <laughs> um on the Knicks uh Kyrie and Seth Curry were unable to play um, I saw from the first quarter, I was like, yeah, Durant's trying to go for 50. It it was clear as day. It was, I think he saw, you know, he saw what LeBron was doing and he was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta show these guys I still have it. But people forget, this guy was injured for a long time. (laughs) This is his, what, third game, fourth game back? And he draws 50 like that. So... Durant, he's in a he's in a different he's in a different world. <laughs> I obviously him being my favorite player, you know, I have the bias. But I, if Durant plays like that, he's he's obviously impossible to stop. But I think the Nets, I I don't know what to expect from them this season. You know, Ben Simmons, I don't know how many games he's gonna get before the playoffs. Maybe you know. I don't know if we'll even touch double digits. Maybe we'll get eight games, you know. And then the playoff is all about adjustments, anyways. So, um, I don't know if that will help them hinder them, but I I just don't know what to expect. But I do know KD will show up every single game. Uh, but yeah, what do you think of the performance?
1: Uh, I didn't watch the game, but I did see obviously I kept the date with, uh, scores. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Kitty might dropped 53. She shot 19 out of 37 or 38. Um, so you definitely like, obviously like when you're one stars down, you got to take the ball. Um, but the only one by three, I think it was only three. was it three. It was one. Yeah. One, it was three. Um, against the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> um, that just tells you that, you know, Brooklyn needs supporting cast, you know, KD can do it by himself. Obviously he dropped 53, almost scored half, almost half the points. Um, yeah. But, you know, what happens when KD sits out for a couple minutes to take a break? You know, you you need, I think that's a wake up call. Like they need, um, other assets, you know, obviously they can't really rely on Kyrie because of the vaccination, um, you know, come playoff time. They, they're going to need someone else to step up when, if KD needs a rest don't, uh-huh. and don't, you know, to only win by three against this, a Knicks team that's struggling this year. Um, it's, it's kind of sad, um, uh, <laughs> you know, but you know, it win's a win. You win by one, you win by three, you win by 20. It wins a win. It doesn't matter how you get it. Um, you know, 53 points is not easy to do in this league. Um, so, you know, a shout-out to Katie for that. But I think overall just Brooklyn needs more of supporting cast, and I think that game showed that they definitely do um, – Because you you, you shouldn't be losing – you shouldn't be beating the Knicks by three. Um, If you're Brooklyn, like Milwaukee, Phoenix, Golden State, wherever you are. um, Teams like that, you shouldn't be winning by three. You should be winning at least by, like, six or more. Uh, But, yeah, you know, it was – it's kind of not surprising that you drop 53. I think KD can give you – 60 night, if you really wanted to be mm-hmm. um, just that type of score. Um, one of the rare ones that we've, that we've ever seen in the league, uh, you know, behind Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, Curry, like you name it. Um, but I think just overall, they need more supporting cast. They need help. Um, You know, trade deadline's over, so I think all they have left to do is now pick up free agents. Yeah. Um, There's a couple of vets, though, playing in the G League that have been balling out. Um, I saw, like, Jody Meeks play. Um, You still have Kenneth Reed still playing there. Um, We'll see. Yeah, that's in the league. That's a vet G League. Um, I saw Justin Anderson. Yeah, Justin Anderson. You got... There's Terrence Um, Jones. Yep. He got so many of these vets, you know. And, like, I'm thinking, like, damn, like, I remember watching Jody Meeks play for, like, Orlando. The Raptors. (laughs) Yeah, the Raptors. Um, You know, Kenneth Reed was dominant at Denver when he first started out. Yeah. Um, And now he's in the G League. It's – I don't know. It's kind of weird, you know – that, you know, Pat, a lot of these past players that were looked at a lot and now just sitting chilling in the G-League and no one always really talks about them. Um, like, damn, like Kenneth like, I, I saw, so, I don't know. I can't get over it. Like this man used to be unreal in Denver. Um, he had so much promise and now he just fell off, uh, Hopefully, like, I, I'd like to see Kenneth Freed back in the league. I know. Uh, I don't think Jody's going to get picked up. I think I think he's just too old. Um, You can't really hang with these guys anymore. I think the league just got – gets younger, and younger, quicker. And you, you're getting quicker guys in here. Point guard's such a – new position now than it used to be. Um, which brings to the question, what what position do you think changed the most over the years in basketball? Like criteria-wise, um, criteria-wise. Changed the most
0: criteria-wise. I think it's the power for it. Um... Because if we go, if we start at center, you know, I don't think centers have really changed because the dominant ones still do what they did back in the day. Um, Obviously, they've had to add, you know, they had to modernize the game. So with Joel Embiid, you know, shooting the jump shot, you know, shooting the mid-range a lot more, but he's he's most dominant in the low post, right? Same thing with Jokic. Um, they just have their skill level in terms of, you know, Jokic's passing and Embiid's ability to make shots and be, you know, really athletic as well as dominant in the low block. I think that's just a testament to the times and and it works out for them there, but Position-wise, I don't think it's really changed. Um, if you go to small forward, I think it's the exact same. Dominant wing scores. You have your LeBron, your KDs. Um, you know your PGs, your Kawhis, Right, it's 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 more or less the same. Shooting guard. Um, I mean, you have your DeRozans your Zach Levines, your Klay Thompsons, uh, you know, your Jimmy Butler, it's the same archetype as it was before. I don't think they're as dominant in terms of how the offense, you know, is run um, because I think there have been more dynamic point guards. And a lot of these point guards are combo guards, right? So they've kind of taken over that whole oh, we need like a Kobe or we need like an MJ in terms of that shooting guard position. Because Steph Curry is a walking, you know, unit, right? John Moran is a walking unit, Trey Young is a walking unit, right? So um that the the combo guard has more or less taken over that game. Um, but the reason why I say power forward is because um Guys like Draymond and Ben Simmons, they like Draymond in the '80s couldn't be a power forward. <laughs> Impossible, because um, he's six six. It doesn't make sense. He'd get bullied, uh, and his role, while it is unique, I don't think he'd be able to do that back then. He'd be he'd have to be much more of a scorer. Uh, a bruiser and even though he is a bruiser right now I think he just it'd be much harder for him to do the things he does now back in the day then same thing with Ben Simmons if you can't shoot you can't hang <laughs> uh you know what I mean so uh if we compare the power forwards of today to you know the list that we had before right the Tim Duncans the Nowitzki's the the KGs these were these were go-to guys Um, but how many go-to power forwards do we have other than what Giannis and Anthony Davis? Can you think of any more? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. Like, you know, there's like Christian Wood, but like, (laughs) no, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not, it's not like that anymore. Um, even, you know, your Pascal Siakam's They're they're much different than, um, because book, he could be like that, that small forward role as well. So I think, yeah, the power forwards change the most because a lot of the time they're not as dynamic as they were before. Um, that that position kind of sacrifices a lot more um, than any of the other positions.
1: Do you agree, disagree, or what do you think? Uh, I think my two positions that changed the most. I'm going to go point guard and center. Um I think with the center position now in the back in the day, you said to be big, dominant. Your role was same with the post, get boards, put it up, bully people down low. Now it's kind of if you can't shoot as a center, you ain't gonna really be picked up. Uh you gotta be able to shoot and now you gotta be able to dribble. Um it's no more of No more the criteria of just sit down there, grab boards, block, um, and bully people in the post. It's now spread the court, uh, pick and roll, pick and fade now. It's no more pick and roll, It's a lot of pick and fades. Um, And I think that change came with the change with shooting. You know, everyone's got to shoot now. Um, You see Giannis Mm -hmm. now you know, people bullying him because he can shoot, and then now uh, he's starting to work on the shooting. The past couple of off seasons, you know, Joel Embiid, uh, Jokic, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, you got to be able to shoot. You know, you have a. You still have some, you know, old-time centers that play like that. Like that, you know, you know Howard, uh, Drummond, um, Colbert. Um, like those players, stick to that. Old center position, um, they can tell like all these new newer centers know how to shoot. You know Evan Mobley, Manu Bol, we I mean, not Manu Bowl sorry Bobo, um, Who else is coming? Like, Wiseman, um, Zion. Like all these big players have to shoot now. Um, mm-hmm. so I think I think that's, I think the center changed like that um, for point guard. I think back in the day, you know, you gotta you had a lot of short point guards. Um Jason Kidd, Isaiah Thomas, Spud Webb, Muggsy Bogues, you know, um just small point guards. Um now it's you look point guards now like six six, six seven, six four, six five. Um, you know you have to be, you know, back in the days. Point you're, you're the facilitator, more of a passing kind of guy. Um, shooting was mm, back in the day, like yeah, if you, you could shoot, you could shoot, but that's what your shooting guards and small fours were really used for. Um, uh-huh. So I think point guard back in the day was just you know facilitate, run the offense, run the defense, pass, be able to play, like defense on the. The outside defense. Um, now it's point guards. You gotta have handles. You gotta be able to pass. You gotta be able to shoot. Um, the height has to be like six four and then above. You gotta be able to, you know, slash. You gotta be able to do everything now. Um, so I think those two positions, I changed the most. I think shooting guards can pretty much stay, stay the same. Um, just kind of run around, shoot, you know, play defense. I think small forwards kind of see the same. Um, just, f- you got to be athletic to be play small forward. Um, you know, be able-, be able to play defense, you know, on the outside and down low, got to be-, be able to shoot, got to be able to, you know, slash. Um, and then your power forwards, just kind of, I'd say, uh... I'd say it's definitely has changed with you. I I agree with Forge, but I don't think it's changed as much as centers and point guards have. Um, Just due to shooting wise, I think shooting changed a lot of positions. And that's why I think center is the, I think biggest change I've seen in NBA, just because now all these top centers know how to shoot. Um, can't tell me not one center on one team is able to shoot. You know, you got to you gotta have a center on a team that can shoot. You'll be able to stretch the floor. So I think stretch five has come, has recently been the new thing in the past couple of decades, I'd say. So that's my point guard and center.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I can see right where, um, where you're coming from. And I think it's definitely evolved um, from, you know, obviously 10 years ago, 20 years ago. I think overall, guys, there's are just more skilled players. And it's caused the uh, all the positions to change. Like, we can even see with, you know, Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes, like, these guys can play point guard, but they're, like, power forwards. <laughs> and... That's where I feel like the game's gonna go. Every position, like it's gonna become positionless, and it it more or less is now. Um, I think it's more about your skill set rather than your height, right? So you can be six, you know, six, six like Draymond, but play big and be so effective. But you can also be, you know, Ben Simmons, who's what, six, (laughs) ten? uh six eight six nine right who can or even scotty Barnes, right like i don't know if you watch a lot of scotty but he's <laughs> he can play point guard like in terms of facilitating the offense you know setting people up um he's he's got that ability and he's he's 610 so um i don't really think now it doesn't matter as much i think your position is just more about what you can do how we match up and how we can you know utilize your skills to the best for to the best of your ability within you know our team structure uh so it's good i really like the way things are going things are moving forward um will be exciting to see how basketball looks in 10 years um but it it's great. Even if you even look at Luca, right? Luca is six seven, and he plays point. Yeah, guard. something like that. <laughs> and he plays point guard. Like he should yeah. be a small forward. <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah, even LeBron. Yeah, right. LeBron well, runs the ball down sometimes. Exactly because of the skill set.
0: You know it. It works out well. So so yeah, but. You know, before we end off the episode, I do want to touch on, on some football, you know, moving towards the pitch. I want to talk about Arsenal's win. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, it was a 2 0 win over Leicester. Dominant. It was a great game. Dominant. Leicester, they had a 1 2 chance, but never really looked incredibly threatening. Um, Arsenal played very well. Uh, I'm really liking what I'm seeing uh, every week. Uh, I'm not
1: sure if you're able to watch the game, but uh, what, what did you think? Um, I watched the highlights, uh-huh. um, but great game. Odegaard um, is just playing. I love Odegaard. He's just yeah. – every time I watch Arsenal win, even lose, he's just always playing so well, facilitating – Running that midfield, um, you know, we, it was just a dominant game. We played well, uh, possession-wise, attack-wise. You know, could, we could have scored a lot more, but, you know, I'm happy with the two two goals against Leicester. That puts us, I think, still fourth, I want to say. Yes, we uh, are fourth. Yes. You <laughs> um, think our next game is against Liverpool, I want to – I think it's Liverpool yeah um, liverpool all wins there um it's gonna be a big game there but i'll be happy if we come out with a with a draw we we collect a point from liverpool i'll be happy um even a win, a win would be nice but i just don't want i don't want to draw points i think this coming off two two good wins two solid wins i think we have enough to compete with liverpool for 90 minutes um but overall, just a great game against Leicester. Um, very, very happy to see um, that. Um, I think I think we come out with a point against Liverpool. Um, I think our team's strong enough and our forum's strong enough to hold on for ninety minutes. Uh, what are you expecting against Liverpool Wednesday? Honestly,
0: I, I, I don't know. It's like, it's one of those ones where Liverpool always give us problems. I think no matter how well we're playing, every time we play Liverpool, it just seems like a struggle. Um, I, it's almost, I don't want to say they're like our kryptonite, but <laughs> they're the one team in the league. I feel like we, we just, we can't match up against, um, we match up well against City, uh, I think playing Chelsea now, we'd give them a run for their money. Um, but Liverpool, I, I just think they're they're really tough to break down. Um, it'll be an interesting game, though. It'll, it'll really show where we're at. Um, they, I think they're a good team to play right now. You know, they're playing very well. Um, and i want to see how how we react how well we do um, you know if it, if it's a thrashing a 3-0 you know loss then it's something if it's a tie then you know yeah if we if we win obviously much better so we'll have to see uh, it'll be a good game i'll i will be watching <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see how, uh, how arsenal set up and what we can do moving forward.
1: Yeah, I think um I agree. We should we should collect, I think, a point out of this. Um just try to keep the fighting for the top four. Um, as I said, that top four is gonna be crucial in bringing in star players for next year. Um we wanna play championship. A lot of people want to play Champions League, so um we're going to have to make Champions League if you want big names. Um, but I think I think that – I want to say it wraps up, I think, we're closing time. Mm-hmm. Close to an hour. Um, you know, we didn't get as much soccer talk as we wanted, uh, a lot with basketball, but um, really there really wasn't that much to talk about. Um, I think this week's going to be good. We're going to have a lot of Champions League to talk about next week. Yeah. Um, you know, before I leave, you know, Menzema owns PSG, so um (laughs) um, that was crazy. (laughs) It was, it was. Um next week we'll get into Champions League, we'll talk about Europa League, we'll talk about, you know, maybe the Rangers win the Europa League. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Um Mm -hmm. I think that finishes today's episode. Um I said, you know, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I've been your co-host, Jackson. I've been your
0: other co-host, Michael. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. And we will see you next
1: week. Yes, sir. Take care. Take care.